Hello, family, and welcome to another episode of the Nurse Gideon Angle, the show by nurses for nurses and about everything that impacts nurses. Now, if you've been listening thus far, you know this podcast is all about encouraging, empowering, and equipping nurses to reach their peak performance. And I am your host, Gideon Suzor. This is part three of the Racism in Nursing series. The honest truth is we can have a hundred episodes on this topic and it still won't do justice to the subject because racism is so complex. But my aim is to begin the conversation or at least continue the conversation. Yes, it is an uncomfortable conversation, but that doesn't diminish its importance. We are nurses. We address things. If someone comes into the emergency department with a blood pressure of 200 over 100 or 80 over 40, what do you do? Ignore it? No. You will quickly assess and treat. And that's what we do all day long during our long shifts is assess and treat imbalances, ailments, issues, right? So why wouldn't it be necessary to address issues that negatively affect us? Racism is one of those issues that tears us apart and impedes us from reaching our peak performance. It divides us and ultimately it affects the patients. And we need to get back to providing the very best care to our patients. So anything that impedes us from doing that needs to be addressed. Racism is one of those things, in my opinion. Now, the aim of this episode is to discuss ways to address racism from my perspective. Now, this is my angle. That's why it's called Nurse Gideon Angle, is to offer my opinion from my perspective. And perhaps this is a way for me to add to the conversation. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to address racism by using something that is familiar to most nurses. I'm going to use the nursing process as a blueprint for this. You know what I'm talking about. Assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, evaluation. This is one of the first things I learned in nursing school, the very first semester. A-D-P-I-E, assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation, the nursing process. The American Nurses Association views the nursing process as the common thread uniting different types of nurses who work in varied settings or areas. It is the essential core of practice for the registered nurse to deliver holistic patient-focused care. So my, my thought is, if racism divides us, why not use one of the most fundamental aspects of our profession as a model to work towards uniting us? The nursing process. Assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation. Let's take a look at each step and make the connection. And as I do so, I will borrow definitions from... Um, the American Nurses Association, because I think it succinctly captures the nursing process. So number one, assessment. According to the ANS view on assessment, an RN uses a systematic, dynamic way to collect and analyze data 
about a client. Assessment includes not only physiological data, but also psychological, sociocultural, spiritual, economic, and lifestyle factors as well. I like this definition because it captures a lot about that client. Sociocultural, spiritual, economic, psychological. And I believe in the same way, we must take the time to assess our perceptions about race. This is not the time to be dismissive. If we really want to be serious about addressing racism in nursing, then each nurse must take the time to first look deeply inward and initiate an honest assessment about race as well as our response to race and racism. It is time to reflect on your past experiences with racism as a victim, as a bystander, or even a perpetrator. Educating yourself on the subject is also important. You may not have experienced racism as a victim, bystander, or perpetrator, but that doesn't stop you from educating yourself on this subject. Now, let's let's be clear. I'm not talking about casual jokes about race. I'm not talking about that. You know, let's demonstrate some intellectual honesty here. There's clearly a difference between sharing a joke or two about aspects of, you know, a particular race or culture. Okay. For instance, I have friends who joke about me eating chicken and and watermelon and I laugh about it. And I, in turn, you know, I might joke about not wanting to go to a Thanksgiving hosted by a friend of mine from another race because I know the casserole will have absolutely no taste. These are jokes. We joke about them. These are dear friends of mine. And there's obviously no racist intent. Now, we have to be respectful. Now, you understand that the reality is racism has nothing to do with respect. So let's have an intellectual, honest conversation about this thing. Okay? I mean, what I just described is obviously different from truly harboring prejudices or biases against someone else based on the color of their skin. And I think assessment is important. After all, it is the first step in the nursing process. You truly need to take the time to do this in order to come with the right diagnosis. Okay? The next step, diagnosis. The ANA views nursing diagnosis as the nurse's clinical judgment about the client's response to actual or potential health conditions or needs. As it pertains to racism, what was your conclusions about the effect of racism on you, your peers or patients? Okay, because we're talking about diagnosis. Would you surmise that the effect or impact of racism is acceptable or not? As you know, the diagnosis is central to the care plan. So I believe, I do believe a lot of people cannot move past this step because some of them believe that racism in nursing does not exist. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why racism in our profession has persisted for as long as it has. Just because you do not experience it doesn't mean does not exist educate yourself third planning the ANA views planning as 
Based on the assessment and diagnosis, the nurse sets measurable and achievable short and long range goals. Close quote. So a measurable goal could be becoming more aware of your own biases and prejudices. Another goal could be perhaps having lunch or dinner, depending on your your shift, with someone of another race. Maybe engage in a subsurface level conversation with them. Get to learn about their background, belief system, you know, what makes them tick. You may start to learn that there's a lot that unites us than divides us. And when it comes to nursing, you know this, we are one. We are facing the same challenges. If you have witnessed racism in your workplace, perhaps a girl could be saying something or intervening the next time it happens. That could be a good plan. I would venture to say that is a good plan. Because when we all confront racism, eventually it will go away. Now, I'm not saying go away in the sense that there's absolutely not going to be racism. The issue is if it persists, if it's an issue in your hospital, right, and it's part of the culture, by confronting it head on, eventually there's going to be some progress. I do believe that. And then implementation. The ANA says nursing care is implemented according to the care plan. That's as straightforward as it can get. So you have attended the conference, you've taken the training, listened to a podcast, perhaps this podcast addressing racism. You fully understand the actionable steps that is required of you. You have decided that confronting racism from clients, peers, even superiors is a worthy cause. Then it's just time to do it. You know, like Nike, just do it. Yes, it would take courage and bravery. But guess what? Nursing is all about courage and bravery. It takes courage and bravery to save lives, ladies and gentlemen. It does. Nurses understand this better than anyone else. That dangerously high or low blood pressure is not going to take care of itself. That infiltrated IV line will not stop because you ignore it. That VFib or VTAC will not correct itself because you looked away. Racism in our beloved profession will not stop until we act. So act today. Implement. And it's going to require constant vigilance for obvious displays and manifestation of racism. And finally, evaluation. This is where both the patient's status and the effectiveness of the nursing care must be continuously evaluated and the care plan modified as needed. Similarly, we must continuously monitor ourselves and our environment to ensure our plan to stomp out racism is effective. We must be vigilant to it. Now, I'm not saying we become hypersensitive to racism. I'm not saying that. But we must become more aware of our environment. The culture at your institution matters. So there you have it. Assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation. I would say this. There are different initiatives that's been developed to confront racism in nursing. What I'm saying is whatever those initiatives are, 
It is always nice to assess, diagnose, plan, implement, and evaluate. I do believe as a collective, we need to own this problem and address it with the same vigor and courage with which we combat abnormalities and imbalances that we encounter each and every day. We must take this seriously because we need to get back to providing world-class care to our patients, our communities. Warren Buffett said, someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Let me repeat that. Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. We have a duty to make a better nursing profession for each other our patients and the nurses coming behind us family i love y'all until next time be well